There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Matt and Matt. Hey guys, welcome to James Bonding, episode 20-something. It's for your eyes only. Oh my god, we have finally got here. I'm Matt Myra. That was where Matt Gorley was supposed to say, I'm Matt Gorley, but he's not here because he's going to Mississippi for some reason. Probably some sort of secret mission I don't know about. He's very important. Guys, this episode of James Bonding is brought to you by Mac Weldon. What? Can you believe it? Guys, Mac Weldon, you know what they do? They make some awesome underwear, shirts, and socks. They got you covered, guys, literally, underneath. It is smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Guys, it's so easy. You go on there, you take a gander at their inventory, and you go, hmm, I'd like that in this size. What? It's in stock? Yeah, it's in stock. It's super easy over there. You don't have to worry about any of that uh, warehouse workers dying from Amazon. Not over at Mack Weldon. They probably treat their warehouse workers right. I have no evidence to back that up, but I just assume they do because they're sponsoring us. Guys, all their products are naturally antimicrobial. What's that mean? That means that if you start sweating in your junk area, it's not going to stink up so bad. That's right. So if Goldfinger is going to cut your dick off with a laser, he's not going to know that you're worried. He's not going to smell your junk starting to sweat because... James Bond is probably wearing some Mac Weldon's. No problem from him. Guys, they want you to be comfortable. So, if you don't like your first pair, what are you going to do, right? You're going to probably package that up, send it back, and then maybe you'll get your money back? Wrong. If you don't like your first pair, you keep that shit. Mac Weldon doesn't want your dirty underwear, but they want you to be a satisfied customer. So they're going to refund you on that first pair if you don't like it. It's never going to happen, but... You know, in case it does, which it won't, no questions asked, they'll refund you, you keep it. You keep the thing you don't like. They're not going to ask questions, you liar. You probably really do like it. Don't be a jerk. Just buy it and be happy, because it's awesome. Not only does Mack Weldon underwear, socks, and shirt look good, they perform well, too. What does that mean? Well, it means it's good for everything. It's good for evenings of playing Baccarat, which I think... Having been a fan of James Bond my entire life, I think the idea is to get closest to 19. I don't really know. You're just kind of like guessing what card's coming up next. It doesn't really make a ton of sense to me. And that's why when Casino Royale happened, they were like, let's switch it to Texas Hold'em Poker. That's really popular now. 
Plus, Baccarat's too hard to understand. And it's just played by old Chinese guys in casinos. Guys, there is so much to love about Mac Weldon, but mostly you can love the fact that you go to MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, and get 20% off. How do you do that? You just use the promo code BOND, as in James Bond. That's because you're listening to the James Bonding Podcast, and it was brought to you by Mac Weldon. Guys, please, please support our sponsors. They help us make this thing. And if you support them enough, Matt Gorley and I will probably think of other things to do with this podcast before we put it on ice after Spectre comes out. So fear not, ladies and gentlemen, for your eyes only is right here. Now entering... Nerdist.com. It actually, it sounded fine <laughs> while it was working. And then it went out. And uh, now I'm going to get your phone away from the microphone because it's causing so much interference. Well, we're going to need that later. But Listen, hey. I'll drop it in in post. That's Let, what we do here. Let's start with a so, healthy cheers. cheers. We've got some red wine Everybody. here. We're drinking wine. To the last of the Bond movies. Yeah, this is yeah. a great way to celebrate the last of the standard Bonds before we get to mm. Spectre. We've got a great guest. In fact... We're in your home right now. You're in uh, uh, my residence. So this is well. You're in the you're in the back house. This is yeah. <laughs> we had to come around the back. Generally, the podcasting we do out in the back here. Yeah. You know, like like uh, in the old plantation days, in case a fire starts in the kitchen, they don't want like. <laughs> I haven't even had a sip of wine yet. <laughs> that's basically what uh, the podcasts generally happen out here, just so that the you know the family doesn't have to always know. Yeah. You know what dad's doing back here. Have you ever fathered an illegitimate podcast child? Well. Um, I think I did, and it was with Ricky Lindholm, and it happened right. <laughs> it happened right there where Myra's sitting. It's it was, Thomas Lennon, ladies and gentlemen. Was it, was, it, the, it was just uh, an episode of her podcast, but yeah. it was yeah. Sure. Yeah. A lot of this might have been in my head. <laughs> um, what is that? Uh, great to see you guys. How old is that baby now? Uh, that would be uh, that would be almost got to be five. Wow. Did it get written up in the AV Club it at did. all? <laughs> Hello, AV Club. Um, you're also sitting where the Nerdist podcast started, began. It's true. First yeah. episode recorded And this right was here. recorded right here. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, what's the story there? Uh, we started podcasts, and Hardwick said, hey, Tom, can yeah. you want to do the first episode? Uh, he said, hey, Tom, hey, you know the Super Bowl's on today, to which I said, oh, is it, sir? <laughs> That's usually my response <laughs> as well. took a whole bunch of adult men who did not know or care the Super Bowl was on, and then we uh, kind of got back here. We took our shirts off. Made and, podcast uh, history. <laughs> 740 episodes later, and mm-hmm. we're uh, sort of talking still. And I get a nice little check for every... <laughs> really? That's not accurate. No. no. You'd be the not only accurate. one. But I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think anyone does, so that's fine. <laughs> I did the Nerdist podcast, and this guy didn't even show up. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you had... There was the Super Ego podcast. Yeah, but still... I you know, of that rapid fire. I always like to see you. Improvisations. The, yeah, at we're, the, going, we're doing... This is serious navel-gazing. We're pod, yeah. talking podcasts yeah. about podcasts. <laughs> yeah. We might... White people might have overstayed our welcome and use... We just went clear. We went translucent. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, guys, oh. welcome back to James Bond. We overstayed our use. <laughs> you know, uh, 40% of people in India don't have access to a toilet. At all, mm-hmm. but other podcasts that we've done have been really fun. <laughs> you know, I do four. Fun, 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 the fun. average third world person only has one podcast. I do four. I do five. There's yeah. nine yeah. fucking podcasts between the two of us. Oh my god! Do you do any? You don't do. No, he just guests on. Yeah, you guessed on them. Yeah, I'm a frequent. I'm. A, I'm a 
Paul Lind to the podcast. Yeah, you go on your. If you want a podcast, your, yep. take one of ours. Pick yeah. one you like and take yes. it. Yeah, anyone. You can have it. You want Nerdist? Take it, please. <laughs> so it's for your eyes only, guys. It's the moment we've all been dreading. Which uh, is the last of the movies we have to get to before Spectre. Yeah, and I believe this, as the story goes, you said to Tom, do you want to do this? And he said, this is the one I want, right? uh, To me, there's no, it's not even a discussion. Um, This is, uh, for your eyes only, for me, is the... the, uh, Excuse me. Mm -hmm. For the the home audience, uh, your son (laughs) is staring into the glass door mm-hmm. of this uh, back house uh, holding, holding your tombstone, tombstone. That holding my name on it. well <laughs> let's tell the full arc of it's this decoration, <laughs> but it is very eerie as, it's eerie as fuck well it's more eerie because he came in first and mm-hmm. posted a little placard hung it on the yeah. door that said welcome friends yeah. I just noticed that's gone and then yeah. he's holding up a tombstone with your name on it yeah you've seen The Shining right <laughs> I have now we have that kind of relationship <laughs> somebody's, in, somebody's banking on those herbie fully yeah, loaded he, uh, residuals he's like <laughs> Dad, you're gonna die, and that's yeah. mine. He sits on my lap, and I say, "I would never, ever hurt you or mom." <laughs> the way things go around here, but now, of course, that he's seen you out here podcasting, yeah. I gotta go bury you out in the swamp. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. um, so uh, let's get to it. For your, For your eyes, eyes only. only. Um, and, and when when Myra came to me and said, "We're talking James Bond movies," I said, "Well, there's it's no discussion for me." And there's a couple reasons why. Uh, certainly. The age I was when For Your Eyes Only came out, which is I was... 1981. I was 11, about to be 12. I was probably on the, the, on the prime age. Of, prime age. Which is almost like if you were trying to like make a Manchurian candidate, if you were like trying to imprint a boy, like to make like a soldier, like, a, <laughs> like to corrupt a boy's brain, you real, almost couldn't do better because still... Uh, watching it, and I watched it today to to get back in the zone to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> back in the F Y O E talking zone, like Sheena Easton or comes on, yeah, she yeah. does, and throbbing bone. I mean, there's just no way around it. It's it's the mo. It's it has everything you want in a James Bond film. It does. And I'll also point out that I was at the age. Here's what's interesting. This was the first time I was probably allowed. To me and like my friend Dave Hedger could walk to the Lake Theater in Oak Park, and we were allowed to go see this movie, by like by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a big turning point for a boy. Yeah, and to speak to down, that though, that yeah. my film when I was twelve and could go see it by myself, and it was a huge summer blockbuster, was View to a Kill. So you, but well, it's pow- it's powerful enough that it's one of my favorite movies. As sucky as that film is, by the way, is. actually, I really like a View to a Kill. It's really good because it's, it's got the, the yeah. giant horse stables. It's Thank got, you. Uh, mm-hmm. Walking, it's got Grace Jones with the crazy butterflies. I think, on I think we're hitting yeah. on something Thank here. You. I my eleven or twelve year old movie would have been. It's your Goldeneye. Yeah. Can I say what it is then? It's your Bond Mitzvah. <laughs> oh. What? Why has it taken us nearly 28 episodes to get to this? This is why generally you come to do the podcast here first. Yeah. Uh, I, asked right. you, I asked you first, and this yeah. is the movie you chose, and I said, okay, see you in two years. And this is the first time I was available. <laughs> so, But it's a, a boy's bond mitzvah when you are no longer a little boy, and you're, in a, a, you're tw- like a 12-year-old with a boner at the Lake Theater watching Sheena Easton. Who I misremembered in my memory. Whenever people ask me about For Your Eyes Only, I'm like, and Sheena Easton's naked in the main titles, which is not accurate. No, but in my mind's eye, I I filled in the blanks and I convinced myself that was true. Yeah, she's naked adjacent because she's naked yeah. adjacent. She yeah. is. Um, 
leisurely, <laughs> casually covering up her bosoms uh, while tons of nudity happens around her. Have you mapped out her areolas? Is it big? What's going on? Well, she's got her arms sort of folded as she mm-hmm. sings. They obviously said... In your mind's eye, when is she naked? Here's what happened. They said, Sheena, so let's lose the top and then we'll sit here at... Uh, just sit at the table. Casual. And um, we're going to trek in and then we're going to trek out. Australian director. And... Um, yeah. We're going to trek in and trek out. And uh, casually, uh, and if you feel like moving your hands, whatever, if one from pops out. <laughs> whatever. Um, but the, the title, for, for, your, for your Bond dollar, mm. more erotic title sequence than For Your Eyes Only? Tough to top. I, I mean, Didn't we have one recently where we were... Even GoldenEye was pretty neat. There was all this sort of Russian... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuff, but you actually see nipples. Yeah, that's what I've noticed in the Blu-ray versions of these. Is that you were not meant to see certain things, and now you can, and it's a whole different deal. I watched a regular DVD of For Your Eyes Only. Oh, you, you still, still hmm. see very things not going okay. Do we need to get you a Blu-ray player? <laughs> yeah, every, all other signs point to the fact that you should have a Blu-ray player. Here. I got to be honest with the you. The fact that you're in the other house <laughs> is this like a vinyl thing that you're doing? Or? No, I just mm, the one I own, the one that I've owned. Your for a long vinyl time. is uh, DVD. Um, and uh, but there's there's it, it 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 starts on a very weird note. Well, it starts the film starts interestingly with uh, the dead wife. Yes. With the cemetery visit. Call back to Tracy. Yeah. There's a reason for this. Bond, Roger Moore, who is always my Bond. I, to be fair, when this film came out, which is one of my first Bond films, certainly my first Go By Yourself Bond films, I was not aware that there were other James Bonds. Oh, wow. The notion that, the notion that Dr. No and Sean Connery and that whole world didn't really exist to me. I can't imagine the beauty of that because I imagine my dad was like, yeah. here's this series of films. Let's just pick one. Yeah. But the fact that you saw that loved it and then went, now there's at that point, what, like 13 more. Or something. Yeah. And then, I, and then I, and then I went and saw like the Sean Connery ones and I'm like, this guy's really dry. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I'm like, what happened to the guy with the sort of blow dry pompadour yeah. and the Sansa belt slacks <laughs> doing light Kung Fu. Yeah. Just as likely to be wearing a Kung, like safari jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It, Look around you. There's a large picture of me with highlights on the wall and mustache. Roger Moore is clearly my bond. Yeah. Um, Like, yeah. Yeah. Roger Moore was something I could relate to. Certainly something I was... So that was this the first one you had seen or just the first one you saw in the theater by yourself? Whether or not... I mean, I must have seen... This was preceded by Moonraker? Mm-hmm. I must have seen that. Right. But I don't know that I saw that in the movie theater Yeah. because I would have been like nine or eight. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they would have allowed me to see that, certainly not by myself. Yeah. Years later, I briefly dated a stripper that Ben Garant referred to as Moonraker. Sure. <laughs> Okay, um, well, I'd like to know why. Let's peel this onion a little yeah. bit. And the reason was because she kind of looked like uh, Jaws's love interest. Oh, from, uh, uh, yeah. All right. The pigtails. Yeah. The and blonde the kind of glasses. glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And, uh, yeah, so briefly, I... Um, uh, that, that was back in the era. This, I was, of course, young and single. And yeah, I was dating a stripper that my, my good friend and writing partner referred to as Moonraker. <laughs> <laughs> and Moonraker, if you're listening... Um, Sorry, I didn't work. Thanks for all the good times. Um, <laughs> where were we? Uh, yeah, first, so imagine not knowing. I, I didn't know about Sean Connery. You know, there was no. I felt no. I didn't feel like Roger Moore was filling in for anybody. 
That's an interesting. You're um, even holding your microphone in a very Roger Moore way. Like, I'm holding my microphone the same like way a, when he chases Jaws around through the pyramids. Yes, and, very gingerly. Yeah, yeah, uh, I love me. Do you remember how Gene Rayburn would hold his mic or Bob yes, Eubanks? Like you've got a pinky up. I've got a pinky up. You're sipping red wine. I'm sipping red we're, wine. We're, we're drinking out of typical wine glasses, and you've got like some kind of chalice. I got or a little chalice. Yeah. yeah, a little sailor's chalice but, or something. Well, like I mean, an Egyptian hieroglyph for the sun god Ra. Pound for pound, what Bond film has more varied, better set pieces than For Your Eyes Only? Oh boy, that's Europe not a question we've, we've I think, answered. Before. I think it it covers. There's so many styles of action set pieces. I mean, there's Bob. There's motorcycle style bobsled runs. Yeah, because you've got There's, the Winter well, Olympics I mean, and got, tropical you've, settings I mean, you've too. Nailed the Winter Olympics. You've got yeah, shark Mediterranean. attacks. You've got yeah. a shark oh, bites yeah, a gentleman in the crotch. Part of this is the there's a reason for this. Go for that guy's junk. How that happened and what happened there, I don't know. But that's a real man yeah. in the water with some kind of shark. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. So and they the shark bites the ball super hard. After Moonraker, they yes. realized they'd gone way too far, and they said they got to get back to From Russia with Love and On Her Majesty's Does Secret Service. Have the guy with the beard who's like this, yeah, Mister like Bond, Bond. Going to do this see that some harm he's comes to him. He's yeah. basically Doctor Evil. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting. Because that. And what's his plan? The, his plan is he's going to weaponize the moon. No, uh, he's going to make a master race. Make a master race uh, away from Earth. He wants to kill the Earth and then repopulate with his okay. uh, with his beautiful people. Um, yeah. That's interesting because the the one thing that's strange watching for heroes only is the plot the ATAC machine mm-hmm. is very random. Very it's, well, it's also very, very from very Russia very with love, like yeah, the Lecter machine. Like, yeah. yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. yeah, go get the thing. Yeah, it's where am I going to MacGuffin. Every amazing country in the world uh-huh. <laughs> tied to a lady in just bikini bottoms. <laughs> that is, but that is. It's interesting that the Bond franchise is now the. Now we're into the second time the Bond franchise had to correct itself. Third, right? What do you think was the other time? Well, I think because Die Another Day clearly. Yes, they were like Moonraker, we Die Another Day, and an I invisible car. Think even you only live twice. Korean guy with diamonds in his face that happens to be an albino. Which one's this? Die Another Day. Have That's I not the seen this one? last Pierce Brosnan one. I guess I haven't Mercy seen it. Well, you, you'd be all right if you had. I hadn't. guess I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah, it's nuts. Huh. Yeah. So they um they. Didn't By the way, my the favorite, uh, the pro- plot of, was it the second to last or the last Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. was um, the guy from Diving Bell and the Butterfly says, Mr. Bond, I'm going to overcharge the world ever so slightly for water. water. <laughs> that's Quantum of Solace. I'm like, that's Quantum of Solace, which of course, greatest title of all time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like literally more pretentious than a police album title, like Zenyata Mandata <laughs> and Regatta Du Blanc, Quantum of Solace. <laughs> Um, but the premise of that film is he's going to slightly overcharge people for water. Well, I think yeah. that's very current now, the way mm-hmm. that we are. He's like the CEO of Nestle, that guy. He's like Tom Selleck. <laughs> what, to, to me, it, this Freeras only ticks the boxes of everything I want in a James This Bond is your one. This, you'd say this is the best one. Uh, I wouldn't even, it's not even a discussion for me. <laughs> like... It, it has absolutely everything. It's got the beautiful, mysterious girl. It's got random hookups with the countess, who's like a weird cockney girl, yeah. who gets run over by motherfuckers with dune buggies. And that stunt is brutal. Dune buggy murders. Yeah, that yeah, stunt woman was injured by that. Had to be. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on it screen. It looks 
unintentionally terrible. That's Cubby Broccoli's philosophy. Put it on the screen. Well, you know, the, by the way, you know, that's generally true. If a stunt person dies, the I believe the unspoken code of stunt people is you use that. As like an o- to honor them? As to honor them. Yeah. Well, they but used the take where Tuple accidentally got shrapnel in his that's face. That's right. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. yeah. For real? When they yeah. were doing the gunfight on the boat. Yeah. He got it like right. He got yeah. it right in and, the face, and he goes down. And they, Twilight Zone, the movie, right? They use mm. no. Yeah, they, you they can see it. it all happen. No, they didn't use that. It's on the Blu-ray. It. Check out the Blu-ray. No. You guys wouldn't know. <laughs> no. um, what I love about the scene where Tobel pulls up, they pull up in the sailboat, and they're all like standing on the deck eating pistachios. I and love two pistachios. Seconds later, pistachios. Yeah, it's a two lot. Two of... seconds later, they murder fifty men, <laughs> which is so. Crazy. They're like, they're like casually coming up. They're like, yeah. okay, drop the sails. Yeah. Topo's like, drop the sail, drop the sail. Okay. And then they're like, okay, jump and murder everyone you see. <laughs> There's no plan other than murder. He's so charming. Ah, oh, he's great. I, here's he why another great. reason that I think what other Bond films does Bond have a really good friend? About 50% of yeah. them. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So this guy was a direct. Uh, the kind of like they wanted to take from Russia with love who had they had Karim Bey who is this like oh, Turkish yeah. connection like a mentor right. figure and they, they oh, right did. and then he sometimes has Oscar the or, or, or oh, Felix Slider yeah Sorry, and then on Her Majesty's Secret Service a plug for the odd couple coming back to CBS Monday nights at 2 p.m. yeah then there's the guy from Honor Majesty's Secret Service Tracy's dad too that's kind of like this um so they didn't think that Roger Moore was going to be in this. That's why they put that opening shot of him standing at the grave to kind of link it back to the story. And they screen tested James Brolin, of all people, for this film. American actor James Brolin. Yes. yes. And you can see that online, too. I think we've talked about this yeah. before. But he did come back, and they still kept it in. Would he, was he doing an accent? Of course. I think so. Obviously yeah, I think so. works for the MI6, yeah? Yeah. So remember at the is it something like this I hope? <laughs> I hope he comes. He's like, hello, my name is Jane Brolin. Left profile, right profile. <laughs> me mum's hello. Barbara Streisand. Consider yourself. <laughs> me mum. Me mum's Barbara Streisand. No. Well, something like that. <laughs> no. My bird. That's my bird, man. <laughs> oh right, I'm thinking of Josh Brolin. You're thinking <laughs> that's me. I was just hoping I could get in on this film with me dad. It's so funny. I'm in a Josh Brolin movie, and I can't remember what it's called now. He's got his face melted off a little bit. Western. Oh, oh Jonah, the, Hex. Uh, Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Yeah. Jonah Hex. I was You're in that? I melted. am persnickety telegraph customer who comes in and part of the research. Well, maybe you haven't heard of my other podcast, I Was There Too, where people talk about small roles they played in, in great scenes like Dark Knight. Oh, Night. my God. Yeah, you we got to do that. I'm the entire yeah. rest of your podcast. Yeah, let's do that. I have 111... Acting credits. I'll come in through the podcast back door. IMDb. And we'll do it all over. Just my IMDb. My finger gets tired. (laughs) He's like Christopher Lee. I've literally never said no to anything. (laughs) Uh, Well, great. Does that include podcasts? Uh, No, no. I say no to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I understand that. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Let's talk about the opening cold open scene. Yes, the this cold is, open is a strange misfire. It's, well, it's heavily it. meta. This was yeah. a slam on Kevin McClory, who owned the rights to Blofeld. That's why they kill him. It's, but it's so weirdly done, and like the pat on the bald head out the window of the helicopter. Now, the other thing about it though is the helicopter mm-hmm. work is incredible, amazing. Yes, yeah. it is so astonishingly good, and so scary. Once you've been in the movie business for a while, and you know how scary it is. Helicopters are dangerous. 
stuff. And just Twilight flying Zone. through buildings and they're flipping upside down and they almost hit the ground 20 times. It's very impressive. Yeah. And then there's, there's no a dummy. That's right. That there's thing. a few sequences, like the rock climbing sequence, no music. Yeah. It's interesting. Which, because no, otherwise, Bill Conti is like really laying it on pretty it's heavily. It's pretty, pretty thick, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the opening sequence, amazing helicopter work. The inside joke of killing off Blofeld, well, I never knew and never the got. Inside joke of the I'll buy you a delicatessen and that, stainless steel. What uh, I can explain. Does anyone this. know what that's supposed yes. to mean? Here's, yes. uh, here's Matt Gorley. Hi, this is Matt Gorley reporting for Podcast Central. Wow, you've been in this podcast for almost a half hour, but I'm glad. <laughs> Thanks for introducing. Yeah, by yourself. the way, I, yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. So what is that? I buy you. It says, this was apparently a, a mafia cliche of like of of a mafia person that would go like, yeah, I'll make you an offer you can't refuse, or or to like butter them up or bribe them. I'll, I'll buy you a delicatessen, stainless steel, you know. I know it doesn't. It does Boy, not it does read. Not land. No, it doesn't land at all. Yeah. But they still put it in. I would have if I was in the editing room. I'd be like, guys, terrific movie. When she's tied <laughs> in the bikini bottoms and the shark bites the guy's nuts. Uh huh. We're listening. Climb the thing and yeah. pull in the bird. Great. Okay. We're Amazing. good. We're good. Thanks. What's up with a Bayou Delicatessen that Blofeld says? Uh, I would just say, guys, uh, into a, <laughs> good uh, news. We don't need this ADR recorded. <laughs> what you know, if that's all they brought it in for? Right. We want to get this one extra Ready? line. And beep. Beep, beep. I buy you a delicatessen. <laughs> all stylus deal. Is I mean that's almost Blofeld, who is arguably the most important James Bond villain of all time. That's yeah. his like second to last words are "I'll buy you a, a delicatessen in yeah. stainless steel." Yeah. That Blofeld we were talking about this earlier, played by John Hollis, who played Lobot in Empire Strikes Back. The pl- his plan of it is. Perhaps the most convoluted part of Rosalind, which his plan is put him in the helicopter with my pilot, kill the pilot. Could have put a bomb in. Could have done a million other things. (laughs) Then have an easily accessible disconnect switch for the remote control. Just a cord. I don't know if you know how helicopter wiring is. You don't want to Mm -hmm. open up that dash. You're going to risk a lot of other things. So just put it on the Mm -hmm. side. The other thing they show in this movie is that this James Bond knows everything. Yes, literally, he knows codes to doors that Q can't remember. He to the knows... tune of sp- of the Spy Who Loved Me, yeah. nobody does it better. He knows. He also has like a photographic memory of everything that's ever happened. Uh-huh. He can fly helicopters. He also, can... given James Bond's memory, as we've made a track record for, it should not take them so long to get that guy's face on that dumb computer. Oh, because they're they're. They do a passage do of time it. thing. They like they, a, she comes they in and replaces our coats. She replenishes her teeth. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is best. And then they end up with Warren Zevon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was the big like. Sort of... I actually think that guy basically looks like origin story of Slugworth. Oh sure, oh, wow. he's basically Slugworth origins. I really like that yeah. guy in this film. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's got one of those faces that just looks like yeah. He died in ninety three. That guy, but he because today that would be some really like ripped person or freaky looking person. He's just a normal looking creepy guy. The fact is, most real crimes in the world are perpetrated by sort of soft looking white guys like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pod- podcasters. He's a real face yeah. of crime, <laughs> especially large crime. Yeah. During the LA Podcast Festival, crime drops in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of babies are born nine months later. Um, so the scene where uh, Melina's parents are strafed by that seaplane, yep. 
that was a meant that was meant to be the cold open. That's why it ends on her eyes, and then it was supposed to go into of course, the, the sequence. It's a real long hold on her eyes that doesn't yeah. make a ton of sense. No, well, it makes sense. It, it feels like it gorgeous. should cut into that. She is. She's a very attractive girl. But something about her performance falls flat for me because she's dubbed and well, it's she's like French playing Greek. That's but the it just didn't. I don't know something about she, her. Did she dub herself? No, someone else dubbed yeah. her. I never knew that, and now that you say it, it makes so much sense because yeah. it is. It all sounds a little... Yeah, her voice yeah, is a little... She yeah. comes up and says, Dikanes, mama, or something like that. Yeah. By the way, here's, here's the other thing about this movie. Even the woman that plays Melina's mother isn't wearing a brassiere. Nobody is. No one's wearing mm, a brassiere. No, there no. is this undercurrent of just casual sexiness yeah. that's endlessly happening in this movie. Yeah. Which, for a young boy, this was a... That's exactly why you like it. It's so a much. casually very sexy film. It These... is interesting, but what I like about this movie too with Roger Moore is that he's sort of he's he's not he hasn't hit the octopusy age of Roger Moore yet. This is the I think this is the last Roger Moore movie where you're like, oh yeah, that guy. His hair is a little long in this yeah. one too, like it's coming up in the back. Out. Yeah, he's yeah. Officially got the dry look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is because it's a very wet water it's and snow world. movie, but he stays really He's real dry. Real blow dried, yeah. Real. Okay, so we should touch and on then the... like BB. What's her name? BB. Yeah, BB. No, BB the figure skater. BB. Yeah. Oh yeah, Phoebe. I thought no, BB. BB. At one point, she's like the first ever American Apparel ad. Later, she's like doing bar work yeah. practice. Oh yeah. yeah, she's just wearing a green. Yeah, I but meant she, to ask you guys, what were my feelings okay while I watched that? Here's the thing that, that's tough she? about that. No, no, no she's, she's an adult woman. Oh, she's but she's, she's only a year bond. younger than yeah. um, Carol Bouquet, who plays Molina. Uh, Molina like and Bond have the greatest age discrepancy of any Is that film. Is that yeah, true? yeah, it's like. I think it's like 23 years or something. More than Kim Bassinger. Or she's 23. I'm not sure about that. Oh. But but she also kind of looks like my sister, so let's... Who, BB? Or, a little bit. Uh, no, uh, 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 Melina? Yeah, a little bit. You know my sister. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. the same sort of category. So that that was always a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. It kind of killed some of the fun of that. But then BB comes in, and then there's the weird countess whose one boob comes out for a minute, who gets murdered by dune buggies. Oh, Pierce yeah. Pierce Brosnan's wife. That's right. Is that Mrs. Brosnan? She brought him to set, and that's where they got the first taste of him. That's true. (laughs) That's true. But so uh, BB is supposed to be young, and she's not really that young compared to Carol Bouquet. So I think they tried to make her dialogue like a little rascal or something. Yeah, and she's like, well, mister, come on, golly. She basically seems like, I'm just a girl who can't say no. (laughs) Yeah. She could sing that at some point. She couldn't say no, though. It is funny. She is she's over-sexualized to a point where it's it's really disturbing. Right, and is she... How many... How many women does Bond meet in the canon of films, now that you know them all, that he does not make love to? It's a rare... It's a rare... It's a rare thing. It's a yeah. Rare, when he gives you a pass. Yeah. There's the 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 main girl in Quantum of Solace. Right. He does not... Uh, he does not bed. Yeah. Because he's dealing with and the water BB, crisis. The and then BB, the figure And skater. Solange in Casino Royale, because he's on the mission. He goes on the mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. But I have a little little nugget for you guys. I love it. Drop the nugget. The woman that is the florist in, when they're in like... I'm well aware that yep. she's somebody's something because the longest... They're, they're in, when they're in Cortina, mm-hmm. there is a lingering shot yes. of the blow dr- feathered There's hair a florist yep. that is so mm-hmm. oddly long. Yep. It just goes one, one thousand, mm-hmm. two, one thousand... 
three, and it's just like too much screen time. <laughs> you know, there's a reason. Ooh, she won a contest. She, she won, won a contest. contest. Mm-hmm. She was also hold on. I've got to bring this up. She was it. Right By the way, she is the woman that James Aaron Bond the, <clears throat> moments Aaron later says to send them to the funeral because that man is apparently dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That man is a corpse. Yeah, well, yeah that's, how it is that stunt is like unbelievable. Like, With a motorcycle helmet on. <laughs> I feel like I've fallen through plate glass twice this year. Yeah, sure. And I'm basically fine, right? Yeah. And you weren't wearing leather and a helmet. Yeah, that guy's fine. Okay, this, okay. this woman's name is Robin Young. Mm-hmm. She won a contest. She won a contest, but let me read to you what her Twitter bio. Oh my God, she's on Twitter? Of course yes, she is. okay. This is word for word. What are we going to be on her right now? Robin Young, at Robin, underscore Young. Hey, are you up? SAG, after actress, Uh comma, 007 James Bond girl, comma, 14 Playboy pictorials, comma, model, comma, patriot, comma, single, comma, Christian. Um, (laughs) Goals? Comma, not single for long. (laughs) (laughs) Goals, author and motivational speaker. And uh, Wait, that's uh, funny. Her, she's got a hashtag in her bio that I checked this yesterday when I watched the movie mm-hmm. has since changed. <laughs> now it's hashtag Jack is black. Uh, yesterday was hashtag no people about that app people that you can rate oh, other P-E-P, human beings. The one about rating people like Yelp. Yeah, boy. She, and her website link is orgasmicmedia.com. And that's where you can find out about her bio. She's created every... Mm-hmm. And a patriot then fourteen. And a patriot. Playboy Pictorials. Yeah, and uh, she lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. And she's a oh patriotism. Shall I look her up next? Maybe invite her to the wedding. (laughs) That's right. We've got a big congratulations. We should take a second for two. The last. Yeah, by this comes out this. This comes out this week. No, because uh, the spec, the mission briefing comes Uh, out. By the time you hear this, Matt, you will be married. Yeah, congratulations. Or you'll be a fiery corpse and the black widow struck again. No, probably not going to happen. Dory the Jewish Black Widow? Probably not. <laughs> right? Probably not. Or you'll just but, be shacked up with Robin Young. Probably, probably not. There's a chance? No, it seems it's very likely. <laughs> oh, very likely. Oh, dear. Well, guys, this is the way to go out. Mm-hmm. Can I get a about... print of your teeth before you Because yeah. <laughs> she's going to show me some at the wreckage of yes, the car. Yes, of course. And uh, I, I encourage you so to double-check the records, so many not pro- just against the one she provides. <laughs> so many left-handed guitars without an owner. <laughs> So much store credit to be had. Um, it's always my last. Like whenever I'm, uh, you know, either like on a bumpy airplane ride or you know, whenever those moments come over, you go, oh, if this is it, oh, what happens to all the guitars? That's a lot of left no. What do we do with those? I so, think what, who's going to take my podcast? <laughs> you know, other other soft white those, people. Those die with answer. No, those I want to diversify. Just, they go with you. Um, so let's see. Uh, we barely got through the opening sequence, which is the terrible Blofeld sequence. He sounds like it's Triumph, really, the insult comic dog. Very much so. And there's a really bad dummy shot in the middle when he pats yeah. the head. You yes. almost say, like, I would love to... It, it almost undermines the credibility of the whole movie yeah. a little bit. Because you've been flying through London. You've been doing these crazy stunts. The helicopter looks amazing. Scooping the guy up looks pretty yep. good. Pat, pat, pat on the head of the <laughs> dummy. And it takes you a couple minutes to get back in the movie. I think. Yeah, there's a so bad shitty. dummy work all around in this. The guy that falls from Have the monastery. Have you no respect for the dead? That was not <laughs> He's the bond. He's the bond. Do you think that the? Do you think that the whole pat on the head was also just? Like it's kind It's certainly supposed to be condescending. Yeah, but by so. the way, you got to be careful because you're opening your movie with a sort of a f off right. to something that 
I, I certainly viewing it just was like, oh, that's a really bad dummy, yeah. and I don't get whatever the joke is from them. So <laughs> I'm not insulted. I'm embarrassed for I, you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Inside joke and also uh, and the priest so dismissive of killing Bond's arch nemesis. I know, like yeah, the first yeah. four minutes the of the priest. Quick work. The priest who blesses him as he goes. Right. It's like if I was off screen, I would be like, "Let's tone it down a little bit." <laughs> yeah. um, now you're our first Australian director, so maybe you don't way, get that we don't go for subtlety here with the blessing the helicopter. We don't Take even understand what you're Let's saying at the time. I'm I understand it. <laughs> I'm not Australian. No one in this picture is Australian. We're shooting at Pinewood and in Corfu. Bat. Not a word. Not, it's all Greek. But he does that. That priest does play it like he's going to pull a machine gun. It's out. Uh, it's, yeah. it's so yeah. over the top. It's just, come on, guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, that Universal Exports logo on the side of the helicopter, I thought was a nice touch. Let's take a second to hear the original song that was going to be accompanying this uh, film's oh opening. By Not Bl- by Sheena Easton? By Blondie. Ooh. There's also, if you look for it, there's a alternative version of um, For Your Eyes Only by Sheena Easton that's not as catchy. And they went back oh. to the drawing board on it. Is she sitting at a table with her bosoms quietly resting behind her forearms? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Your bosom's being a little loud. Can we quiet that down? Mm. Just a little forearm. Sheena, we're hearing it. You're getting a little <laughs> bit of kick off your bosoms. So I'm going to put this nice piece of fanny pad there in between. Don't worry. Here we go. I really like this song. It's easy to see why they went with what they went with, but I do like this song. I don't think it's terrible. I also don't think it's terrible. Here's the hook. It doesn't feel very bad. No, you know what? Actually, especially when we get to the hook, I like it actually kind of well. I like it. I'm a father. I'm a patriot. I'm a, Are you a Christian? I'm a Christian. I'm a, I've done some new, certainly nude uh, work. Um, <laughs> the amount of time I've spent about I've frequently list, listened to uh, Duran Duran's "Beauty Will Kill." Yeah, the song. The fact that that song is not called "Dancing with the Fire" I know. is a travesty. Right? Yeah, it's insane. It almost is an actionable lawsuit on behalf of... Like a class action lawsuit? Class action lawsuit <laughs> people that feel betrayed by a song that's called Dance Into the Fire. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of, like, when you saw... It's Burying the Lead. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Blondie did more to inform my sexuality oh, as a sir. child than almost anyone I can think we, of. Yeah, uh, we agree to agree. And then I... Um, I ended up meeting Debbie Harry's in the States uh, Halloween special. Oh. 
so many He's hands. bringing us some Valvoline. What is this? My son's got some. Uh, I think that's fog machine. Fog yeah. machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he was just he found a bunch three, of smoke for the fog three pints of Valvoline yeah. for us each to uh, check. I don't know if it's well known in the in the podcast world, but the the Lennons take Halloween. We don't mess around. To the next level. Really? It's October 4th, uh, 6th as we're recording this, right? Yep. What is we today? 5th? It is, uh, fifth. Today's the 5th, yeah. Um, and uh, we have weeks of prep. Yeah, and so it feels like great. autumn today. It's so it nice. Does. Yeah, it is yeah, great. great. And uh, Tom's beautiful wife, Jenny, was uh, just uh, spraying something on the ghost sure. to make the sheet look better. Yeah, uh, we use it. Well, <laughs> one thing we use is we use actual uh, ghosts. Yeah, of course. For... Uh, <laughs> When you get to a certain tax status, it's like you just want some actual. Yeah, you just, just you just order them from like Russia and stuff. Oh, that's great! <laughs> yeah, they just People come. Send them and it's like is there they, a website for that? What did that come? Yeah, it's just they come as they come as like just moisture or vapor, but then you sort of read. Yeah, you just open it up and leave the house, kind of like a bug bomb. Next amazing sequence that we need to talk about is the Cuban hitman's hang, the way he hangs out in Spain. Which is, by the way, more oh, yeah. clearly the island of Corfu than any place in the entire world. <laughs> and I was only in Corfu for 24 hours, and I blacked out. But um, the Cuban hitman yeah. who murders Milena's parents with his pop-up machine gun uh, under his seaplane, then we see just how he rolls in life. He rolls large, guys. He rolls huge. He throws wads... Stacks of cash. Doesn't matter. At women a whose names I don't think he knows. Nope. One of them, a man. This is the infamous scene where there was one of the first transsexuals mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. One of those women in a bathing suit is a man, and no one knew it at the time. Fun. Yeah. I just watched an interview today. Or with is John a woman Glenn now. talking about the director of the movie? And yeah. He goes, "It's all right. She was probably the most beautiful woman there." Yeah. <laughs> she just um, to be a there's bloke. also. It's worth. Uh, I won't have to point it out. If you want to see the worst dancing a human being has ever done, there's a gentleman in a speedo. Who just gets panned? I know what you're talking. You're panning by him. He's only on screen for about three and a half seconds. But one more second. The boner that you've had from the main titles of this film. If you're wondering when it goes away, it happens right as they pan across this dude, who's sort of just go-go dancing with a young lady in the background. Everybody's in speedos. No one's on drugs. It feels like it's about nine forty-five in the morning. It's like brunch time. It's a um, and I guess this party. is the way Cuban assassins hang out in Spain. It has to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's documented. It has to be. And Matt's now I, actually I looking this. just around. Oh, there, you just pat, went back. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, there's a gentleman right. dancing. Let's get this up so that they, uh... Okay, she starts making out with this security guard. Yeah, that was funny. Like, I'm just a sexy so lady, so I always like sex. Twenty minutes and thirty-six seconds. Swimsuit goes off the diving board. There's a very nice dive. Red bikini. That's the man, I believe, right there. Right here? No, the one walking towards yeah. camera. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Cute. I'd hit that. <clears throat> here comes Bond. He's next to a tree that kind of has a face, and he's next to a different tree. And then people are playing tether ball, paddle ball. There he is. There he oh, goes. That's oh, it. oh my god. Yeah. It's at. Can you give us the exact minute? Because he's amazing. I mean, that's just a pump smuggling fest up <laughs> Powder blues, short swim trunks. But the. Uh... It's him, I think. Oh, well, oh, we're playing this down. Other podcast. Down other podcast. Other podcast. There you go. Great. And he throws. He throws money at yeah. the women, and. So, uh, yeah. For murdering her parents, he got what looks like <laughs> several million dollars in rubles. The uh, all right. Let me quit this. Cancel that. All right. 
All right. It, it's some awkward uh, dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring this whole thing mm-hmm. up here. Do you think that all of the extras were pitched the entire premise of the film for this sequence? You filled in on everything? I really hope so. Okay, so guys, here's where we are. Oh, could I hear you the Australian director tell us right, what's going so you on? You guys are going to dancing, and you're sort of dancing, and you're lounging with a ball in here. I don't understand him. Bond is going to come creeping up, comes up through the trees. He's got sort of a swayed... Um, what does he say? Are supposed to be swaying? We're supposed to sway. All right. I'm just wearing a Speedo. That's what I'll do. This man here is the highest paid Cuban assassin in the world. Assistant? Cuball. I heard Cuball. That's all I made out of. Coupon. Yeah. Okay. By the way, why do they do the transaction out in front of a bunch of like weird people? No way to know. I think it's just, you know, safety precaution. He doesn't want anyone. You want to make sure you're out. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you make sure you do. Million dollar yeah. murder deals. Yep. Yep. <laughs> in front of all your like party guests. Yeah. He, I mean, he probably just told them, "I'll come over for a party. I've just signed with a major league baseball team. <laughs> Signing bonus is coming. Just want to make sure everything's cool. All right, guys. This then leads to wonderful car chase. Here comes some wine. That's the sound of that was a silent the tour. Quietest, yeah. That could not have. Make... It was the quietest foley of wine. Oh, that um, was better. That one's good. Great uh, chase through, obviously, the island of Corfu. I love that chase. Yeah, by the way, when they said we made a a tiny Greek town look like Spain, I said, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, (laughs) tiny Greek town look exactly like Greece. Just like Greece. I I know. This whole movie, for as far as I knew, uh, uh, as an adult, Ah, even, I was like, this whole movie is Greece. Same here. This is the first time I ever caught that it was in Spain. I was like, you're going to find him in his place in Spain. Like, well, that's just something you said because he's in Corfu. So, okay, so this guy, it's a, it's a tale of revenge, I guess, is what this boils down to, right? She wants to get revenge. Oh, and then it's great, and then she shoots him with a She with wants an arrow. to get revenge yeah. on him for yeah. killing the parents, so she kills the guy that she killed the parents. She kind of goes all like Hunger Games y on Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, this is a. She's an active, proactive yeah. Bond heroine, mm-hmm. which, despite what they all say about their own characters, this is one of the only few that really. She murders people with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Which I would say is pretty impressive. This is from one of the short stories of Ian Fleming. This is the first time they went to the short stories for a title and well, for the subject. Out of yeah, they were. They had to dive in. That's it's so right. funny that when they're running out of materials, when they go to the books. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. we're going to have to go to the books. We thought of everything we could think of sitting here. <laughs> so now explain to me how we end up at the... Where where is the Cortina? Olympics? Well, I've never Cortina. been good with the plots of these films. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. The, they never distinctly. It's it never really said that it's at an Olympics. Ferrara, and the the man, uh, the with the crazy name and the Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. They're going to oh, meet Christatos. him. Christopher? Christatos. Christatos. They're going to meet him. They know that Locke. Well, they think that Locke is in Cortina. Yes, that's why they go. That's there. when we meet. We'll send you to meet our man Ferrara. By the way, it has the most useless. Uh, Q invention in the world, which is the fake arm cast that smashes the head of someone standing. Oh, Do you know who's wearing that? That's for the record. That's not the most useless. Okay, that's, that's not the most useless. That's not the, the umbrella most that kills you when it also rains? not the most useless. Well, it doesn't really. It just kind of comes it close comes to your close, very yeah. close to killing you. That guy with the cast is another Empire Strikes Back alum. That's Boba Fett, Jeremy Bullock, right there. No, you're yeah. blowing everyone's mind. This is right. what I'm here for. I'm Open, the, yeah. Oh, info insert. Uh, and you got two Game of Thrones people at least in this: Charles Dance and Christados. 
Which yeah. one? Who does Christophus Wang? He plays uh, Grand Maester Pycelle, the old. Oh my God. Yeah. <gasps> and Tywin of Lannister, of course, is in no, this. No, no, but he's the old, yeah. the old man with the beard. That's. Yeah. That that actually just put my life in perspective for the first time. <laughs> this is what it because he's so old on I Game know. of Thrones. Yeah. And here he's a dashing young buck. Yeah. Van Dyke. He was once considered for James Bond. He's eight years younger than Roger Moore in this film, believe it or not. No, he doesn't look it. No. He's also in oh, Empire Strikes like... Back 2. That's right. He's General Veers. He's the ADAC commander. He's Holy also, shit. Oh, that's right. He's like, um, no problem. And he looks through yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. He looks down... He pulls down the, like, uh, sort of telescope. Yes, uh, that's right. Yeah. God damn. He's in everything that shot at Pinewood. Uh, they all Indiana are. Indiana Jones they look, shot they live, there. Like, it's a true repertory company over there. Uh, I just wanted to hear the discussion from uh, everyone about uh, James using the machine that yes, sucks. Sir. Well, get cracking, 007. Oh. Mm. oh, most British. Here's the British off right here. He wins, this guy. Thank you. It's for this. How's it going? Coming along very nicely. Thank you, sir. That's fine. That's fine. That'll come in handy. That's Boba Fett. What are you That's doing Boba here? Fett. That's Boba Fett. That's Boba Fett. such terrible <laughs> And hair. It is umbrella that it's activated by rain. Well, like two seconds of rain. Faulty yep. because it's going to be raining when you take it out in the That's first place. Not Good funny point. 007. That's not funny. Oh, I see you managed to get the lighters back together again. I disregard these jibes about our equipment, 007. I wanted to load it so badly after this movie. Why is this thing in a I secret room right now? A Ford of 1981 Lotus? You could, yeah. I mean, you're driving sure. a Tesla, which started as a Lotus. <laughs> Did the it really? Original, you know, the original Tesla Sport. It kind of looked the, like that. The yeah. Tesla S was built. It was bailed out of a Lotus body. Can was we really? end yeah. this podcast mm-hmm. yeah. with you purchasing a Lotus online? Yes, I will. Let's do cart. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna start looking them up. Carmax that shit, and let's get you a Lotus, yeah, no matter what the, the first, condition. Sir, you're talking. I'm already doing. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not even half joking. I'm gonna in, in He's the, the lead on a hit CBS sitcom. Uh-huh. That's like four and a half minutes of work for him. All right, <laughs> let's up it. Ten lotuses. <laughs> Lotus for sale. Price. I'm sorting price. I'm sorting price. High to low because that's how that's I. That's how you find quality. Mm-hmm. It's up at the top. You want a Lotus? You want a you want a Lotus Esprit? Cars for sale. I'm on it. Don't worry about it. 1981. Okay. This is this is a a great moment. Okay. So uh, Bond, all Bond has to go on because uh, the assassin was killed by a bow and arrow, or rather a crossbow, is the face of the man who is paying off the killer, Warren Zevon. So he has to go identify Warren Zeon. So yeah. instead of do, using the traditional routes of taking maybe two hours with a police sketch artist, right. they decide to take 12 and a half hours <laughs> with a... At least. We with, don't even know how... They could have been in their days. This could be 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And they might be wrapping up at 11 o'clock at night. Let's, we don't know. It's Let's assume. Let's say... All right. Conservative estimate. Turbo SD. 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Instead of two hours with a guy who can draw. <laughs> Uh, and the guy's face gets printed out on a dot matrix picture. And uh, but by the way, the weird thing about it is, it basically looked like Warren Zevon from the beginning on oh, the computer. It yeah. really did. And then it looks a tiny bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The glasses. You know guys, I'm going to resort price low to high. Okay. <laughs> Some of those lowest price plus shipping. <clears throat> shipping. <clears throat> Cheapest Lotus I can get right now is twelve grand. Do it. 
Pull the trigger. You got that. <laughs> You've got that on you. You've got that on you. You're probably spending as much for Halloween. <laughs> Every lotus year, you're wasting a lotus two. on Halloween. I'll okay. tell you what. I'll, p- I'll pitch Pretty in sad. a grand. <laughs> okay. If I get it two days of the month. Okay, I think here's the one I want. I want the 1990 Lotus Esprit Turbo SE. How much will Wait, you pitch if we're, if we're well, Let's timeshare this for, Lotus. Hang on. Hang on. Let's timeshare a Lotus. Split it, if we split this Lotus for a month, like. I'll do four month, grand for, to rotate saying, every third month. month. If we do no. four grand each, there's 30 days in a month. We each get it for 10 days. The problem is, I want what you want Tom is it has to, to be a 1980 Lotus because that's what would be in this film. Yeah. This would be a 1980 Lotus. Would this be the world's first timeshare Lotus? You know what's funny is my buddy John bought a Lotus with the explicit intent of renting it out. <clears throat> the fact is, 1980 Lotus does not exist on eBay. 81 or 82. Any of those come up? Yeah, because this film is 81. The film is 81, which must have been, must have been a 1980 Lotus. Hang on Lotus, a second, guys. The Tesla thing makes even more sense now. You know who owns the Lotus submarine? Who? Elon Musk. Bought. Really? Guy loves lotuses. He does. So he's oh, he's he's um hoarding all the world's lotuses so he can up the price for them like water. <laughs> Those are all awesome. does not exist. Every every lotus you buy on eBay is ships from Elon Musk. Personally. <laughs> it's just it's Tesla fan forty nine. <laughs> Hand addressed. <laughs> oh man, we got so close. Alright, we almost had a lotus here. Well let's at least buy a citron. I think we should we can handle that, right? Yeah. Although a collector grade citron probably cost us at least a thousand each. I love that little yellow citron in this thing. It is nice to see Bond, to see <clears throat> Bond driving around in something tiny and uh not cool and, and gets broken really fast yeah, yeah. everything gets yeah. broken really fast by the way the i do want to just make a point uh worst anti-theft system ever or best best no, worst but th- there was a reason they did that the way, what a school break a window <laughs> you they, could be kids at school this was another meta thing what if you're playing stickball out by a lotus <laughs> little jimmy throws it too hard <laughs> you kill nine it. children <laughs> <laughs> it's um but i remember at the time, yeah, I remember at the Lake Theater in Oak Park, Illinois. Here we go again. Everybody laughed really yeah. hard. That was yeah. a great joke. That was a big well, moment. Just Glenn little, was saying, John Glenn, the director, the Australian director, uh, was not Australian saying, in any way, <laughs> was saying that uh, when it screened in New York, there was a big problem at the time with car theft in New York City, and when it screened in New York, the audience applauded. Uh, that may have happened even yeah. when I saw it. it. Was I remember there being a giant reaction to it. There's that. also their way of saying we're going to get rid of that crazy gadget Moonraker world mm-hmm. and put him lo-fi. That's why they put him in the Citron after that to kind of get back to he basics. Does, he uses no gadgets in this film, to my knowledge, does he? Is there a gadget of any kind? Uh, only his watch, which is his, his communicator, which his, a Perry uses. And his dick. His watch That's right. His, and his the Warren Zevon computer. It gets a little bit of a workout. It, uh, <laughs> with everybody except for BB. Yeah. Well, that's at least appropriate. Mm-hmm. That Countess Liesel von Schlaff, though, mm-hmm. and they're just a. Her down. right boob does an amazing performance on the beach right before she's murdered <sighs> by Dune Buggy. By Charles Dance in a Dune mm-hmm. Buggy. Or is it is it Locke or Charles Dance that it's runs her down? Locke. Locke runs Locke her Locke runs her over with a Dune Buggy. Yeah. And smashes her head against the window. Oh. There is a large amount. I don't like hearing that somebody got hurt doing that. That no, makes I know. me not feel There good. is yeah. good anger I don't that like comes that. out of Roger Moore at that point. Like He's he serious. By the way, he yeah. also yeah. almost kills Locke with the, the, the bullet misses him by millimeters. Yep. But also, when he, we were jumping ahead, but when he kicks 
the car that locks in at the end mm -hmm. over, that was a big point of contention where he was arguing my bond wouldn't do that. And John Glenn said, let's shoot it both ways. We'll, we'll deal with it later. And they really? used the, the, the mm -hmm. part with him kicking it. And I think it's so great. It's the, Oh, I think it's very the James Bondy. Yeah. The movie. Yeah, I agree. It's so great. Yeah. They were going to have it just be the pin that he throws in. The dove pin was going to tip the weight enough that the thing fell over. And instead, they. That's yeah. also kind of cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is also kind of cool. You know, six of one, half dozen of the other. But That's I do right. like him kicking it over. Yeah. Here. It's a good moment because you don't expect it from Roger Moore. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a nice and turn. His hair is so beautifully blow dried. Boy, is it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Every second of this movie, there's great hair. Yeah. Incredible. The Bond girl has amazing hair. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Moore, obviously amazing mm -hmm. hair. Desmond Llewellyn's comb over looks great. <laughs> BB's got those little pigtails. Oh, mm. she does. Yeah. Does she ever. Jumping around in a green leotard at one point, which is kind of weird. <laughs> so they track him down. They track down uh, Warren Zevon uh, to uh, the, the Olympics. Cortina. Yes. Yep. It's I, not the Olympics. It's just the wintertime in Cortina. Right, but yeah, it does sure. feel... But, but Lake Placid Olympics were big at the time, and yeah, as Bond movies do, they're seizing on whatever's popular. Bobsled town, you I'm, get a yeah. ski yeah. high jump there. A guy died in the bobsled thing. Filming Shooting, that? yeah. I didn't want to hear that. Oh, wait, this I know, movie, this wow. movie is pretty rough. I mean, uh, people die making movies a lot, but that's a real bummer. I yeah. Know that. Did you notice when they get to... Cortina and um, Bond and Luigi are walking through the snow. And, yeah, and yeah, Bond Ferrara. sees Locke, and he basically goes, "Like, I've got to go." Like he he grabs Luigi by the arm and he says, "I've got to go." Like remember. in this really tense way, yes. and Luigi's response is, "Okay." He's playing the lazy Italian. Like, no hey, sense hey, of hey, what what hey, sort of hey, thing is bothering you right now. Messi, fine. Hey, uh, Mr. Bond, you know, uh, senor, I'll be there in a couple of minutes anyway. Messi, fine. I know, he, he totally feels uh, that you way. I'm kind of comic relief, kind of sympathetic sidekick. I pretty much die pretty soon. Yeah, and then he does. Yeah. You will go over there, yeah. I die. How do, we don't know how he dies. He's just dead in the car. His that throat is, is slit. It looks is like his throat, his throat is slit oh. by those hockey men. The hockey oh. men. Yeah. The hockey sequence is not necessary. No, it's weird. It the hockey weird. sequence is, if, if if we were to do a revisionist history of For Your Eyes Only, mm -hmm. I almost think you could lose it. I think you should. Yeah. Well, then it's you wouldn't see that James Bond really scores stupid. three yeah. goals. It's a hat trick. That's when it gets... It gets really, too wacky. Really stupid. Yeah. And there's a guy in the goal. Yep. And then yeah. another guy. Like and the then only thing that could be dumber is if like the Hawaiian punch, uh, the hey Kool-Aid guy came running out <laughs> and attacked him also. And Fat Albert. Or Fat Albert yeah. or something. Yeah. Or uh, someone was even Roger Moore, who was known to be on the lighter side, said he didn't like the whole parrot giving them the clue and the Margaret Thatcher ending. He thought that was too broad for the tone Margaret of this movie. Margaret Thatcher ending is bananas. It's weird. Yeah, it feels like it should be post-credits. It's like the first post-credit sting that was like, misplaced. It's like, the, it's like Ronald Reagan in the cafe 80s in Back to the Future. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. And that's... that's. It, I don't even know... It doesn't. It would fit Moonraker, but the, yeah, I mean, plus I think that comedian was very known for doing that. Uh, impression of her Thatcher? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure sure that thatch impression the thatch uh okay so we meet uh our first of two greek uh folks the first being the uh caretaker of uh bb oh is she i thought she was russian or something she is like eastern she, european no no i'm talking about the i'm talking about introducing oh christados, oh, christados. Or, uh, her yeah. yes her mentor and, or whatever and, yeah and uh topol yes whose name i don't remember topol's name is um 
What is Topol's character's name in this movie? What is? The second comes on screen, I'm like, Topol. Because when yeah. we have kids, I don't That's know why. We're like, oh, his name is. Yeah, Stop. one named guy. Yeah, Topol. What is his name in this movie? Christopher. Uh, the other guys, you're going to meet. He's a smuggler, and his name is... Hold on. Topol. There's a, invariably an IMDb DB moment for every podcast we do. Well, okay. Anyway, guys, I'll continue through the plot of this movie for our listeners at home. Uh, the, okay, yeah. so we meet the ice, skating, the ice skating subplot, by the way, makes no sense. It goes nowhere. It doesn't have to be in the movie but at all. I believe that girl happens to be a great ice skater. So she was because she's from she's from Ice Castles. Do you remember there that you film with Robbie Benson? Yeah, never seen it. Don't oh, know it. two. She's right. she's blind mm-hmm. ice skater, mm-hmm. and they were partners. She goes blind, and then they fall in love and still skate, even though she's blind. I think you're thinking of the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> nope. Does she wear that little leotard and prance around? I'm almost yeah. positive she does. Yeah, and that's basically all she did. I think those two films. Well, I'm sure she was she... big. That was a huge well, movie. Being in two films, is really you don't hard, you don't way. remember that movie? That's with 111. IMDb that was like credits, a huge. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I'm aware of it, but it wasn't not a thing that where I come from, men didn't see those kinds of films. Well, where I come where from, I, you know, come I had a lot of Irish uncles who I just, see. They, Hit you with a switch. I was raised and babysat by yep. women, and I was They'd forced to watch a lot head. of that You're stuff. Like, you no. get, get over here. No, I was basically put in a leotard another beer at a young age. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, so the ice skating subplot, not really necessary. Uh, he goes there to track down Warren. It is, it is. Have you guys done a length check of Bond films? Because mine is hockey. This one is about the right time. <laughs> You're right. This is, With a, this is a hair over two hours. It's a little too long. <laughs> this, is a, this is 127 minutes. Milos Colombo is Topol's name. Colombo. 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 Yeah. And that's the story of how... By this time tomorrow... Topol was cast. Was Cubby and, uh, and uh, Dana, Dana Broccoli yeah. ran into him at a party. And Dana Broccoli goes... Topol, he should play Columbo. And look how good asked. Warren Zevon looks in this film. This is Michael Gothard who as, plays Locke. But look at that picture. Mm-hmm. Those that's octagonal cool. glasses are just... I mean, that's really doing it It's for me. literally the only reason that the computer program exists. I know. To draw <laughs> fictional octagonal <laughs> glasses, because those don't exist. Do yourself a favor. Look up Michael Gothard who played Locke. Oh. Late, on IMDb. The late, great Michael Gothard Zevon. Yeah. Oh, died Zevon. in 92. And uh, his picture on IMDb is just, I don't know, it's super cool. It's its its a picture from this, this movie that we're all watching right now. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, we meet Dolph Lundgren's brother, I'll call him. Uh, the German mm-hmm. gentleman. He's uh, Rocky from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, basically. Yeah. And he's like the, he loves the, the Red Grant figure, yeah. Yeah. He, and he is furious. He loves the biathlon and hates capitalism? He is right, the right side of his jaw is working so hard in this movie. <laughs> it's almost distracting. <laughs> what's what's working hard? Right breast of, uh, of Cassandra Harris of, or right jaw? Of the Countess? Yeah. Or the right jaw, cheek jawbone <laughs> of that dude. And what is his, what does he do? No way to know. In the movie, no way to know at all. Oh, he's KGB. He's KGB because he's a he's actually a KGB from East Germany. There is always a point, and it usually is around the fifty-five minute mark where I go, I don't pay attention to the okay. plot of, of these of movies course. anymore. But yeah. he is—he's a KGB agent. Okay, is the right? Yes, is yeah. the is the subplot of the ice skating simply in existence so that she can explain that he's really good on skis and shooting guns? Yes. Wait, he's KGB. Is Cristados KGB? 
No, no, Cristiano is, is a so. freelance. Uh, he's he's uh, does whatever you need. But why are they working he together? He says, "I sell to the highest bidder." Because the KG, Peter, they they talk. Remember at the beginning of the movie, no. the head of the KGB says, "I will call our normal man in Greece." Okay. The, the head of the so KGB. Yeah, you think is now we're going down a rabbit hole, but people are going to get tuned out yeah. when we get too deep into the plot. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Is I like listeners know I just do not pay attention to a lot of these things I well, love the, the way, trivia but not the plot they're designed for you not really yeah, to pay attention they really are yeah you're just supposed to be transported to exotic for, locales remember Octopussy it was 11 year old boy with a boner watching this movie that's the stuff I could follow every moment of it yes never threw me for a second you got the point mm-hmm. yeah and at the time I wished it was 7 hours long <laughs> I was like I don't want to go home I just want to stay here in Corfu oh, what a <laughs> terrible movie that would be 7 hours long of this bullshit <laughs> Hockey would be an entire game. Four hours oh, only. Hockey, hockey really, really doesn't work. No. It could even, easily be cut. There's no problem. But it was solely when based so on that set pieces, Lake Placid so Russian-American pieces. thing. Where that, it was was like, a, that, was, that was only a year uh, in the zeitgeist. They were probably shooting this. It has to be. Months after that, because that was 1980. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh, right. Keep yeah, in mind. That was, that, while it was that was like yeah. winning the Cold War that moment. Yeah. That was yeah. everything. So that was basically they were shooting this while that was happening. Probably, yeah. Like the news was coming in. They're like, "What are we doing tomorrow? Change the schedule. Yeah. Let's bring some hockey players." I've got back. a hockey scene. I'd like to add. I'm gonna hear you. Gonna do. You're gonna get some hockey going with any Dan in Brisbane. We play a lot of hockey. A lot of hockey, uh, hockey gaming. <laughs> what he's gonna do is he's gonna yeah. take three of them. He's gonna like get a hit thing. trick. It's gonna. It's gonna like. It's like. It's gonna impact. hit him. It's going to hit them. They're going to fall into the goal. You'd and uh, was, we're going to see the, the scoreboard. There's a <laughs> goal. You get a point there. So we got three points. It's a hat trick. And uh, James in goes, uh, fucks the countess. You know what I'll tell you what yeah, I love? Dune buggy matter. Dune buggy matter. You know. <laughs> I got you know my... Like Chekhov said, can't introduce a dune buggy. No, I got a, I got a cousin. <laughs> I got a cousin. He's got a lady in a bikini. I got a cousin who's got a dune buggy company and uh, says we can get them for real cheap. Very very reasonable. That's the problem with Death Race 2000 is they put dune buggies in and they never specifically murdered anyone with them. Yeah, don't introduce it. If you're not going to use it. Dune buggy and murder, murder, murder. (laughs) I'll tell you what I love, those motorcycles with the spike tires. That was one of those things where like, how has this not been done before? Maybe it was. I don't know. It's probably been done before. They probably stole it. Well, the Aston Martin and Diner of the Day has spiky tires. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The the chase down the hill sequence is astonishing. It's really good. Um, But that's set purely to disco music. Bill oh, Conti. Sure. It is. Sure. If you want to hear, I mean, sure. if this movie was a John Barry score, it would probably so be. By the way, they also one of my favorites. Casually go to the undersea world of Atlantis in this movie without ever. Talking yeah, about I know. It. No one ever mentions. They're like, oh, we're at. This is part of. I'm really excited for Spectre to get back to the snow. It's been a long time coming. Wait, was that the drug guy? What? That was the drug guy. Yeah, that's the three. It's the third and last. Stopped very much now. When they stopped this They had to truck it in. Clearly, this is an unused take from Rocky. This music. Yeah. Please land, but I just want to watch this on Super Saiyan. So if you're at home, just, just watch the whole. Yeah. 
Dallas, I think he's this is probably why I'm so in this room, in some small way. Are you this is right about when I started in the Midwest, in Wisconsin. That's some not amazing story. But, but I remember thinking it's very James Bondy to be able to ski well, and I could learn how to ski well, and I did. My dad had me skiing at a young age, and the only thing kept me going is Bond, because I didn't enjoy it. No, it, it, it's a For me, it was better up there, though. Ski the K-12. Uh... This is terrible music. That one. And this the, is after the big uh, Detroit disco is dead situation. Imagine if this was James Bond music. Get a little dicey. Yeah. Well, you know, I look how little snow there is next to the Bob Sutton. There's none. There's yeah. no snow there at all. Oh boy, yeah. Wow. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. It's pure dirt. Just dirt. I wonder why those bobsledders passed. <laughs> <laughs> they just hit a stump. <laughs> oh man. All right, guys, you got to hit the dirt. You're gonna hit the dead. You're gonna hit the dead, and uh, you're gonna do dry okay. land bobsledding. Trying to look like it's oh, not. Trying dude. to look surprised, like we do yeah. in Perth. Just, Just be uh, very surprised. That's you're gonna you say uh, this snow's brown, <laughs> and we'll don't eat brown snow. snow. Somebody died shooting that sequence. Yeah, are you for sure? Yeah. Well, according to IMDb, so I'm thirty percent sure. I'm thirty percent sure. Yeah. Okay, so to sort of speed into the plot and yeah. through the plot of this mm-hmm. movie. Speed the plot. We find out that uh, bad guy from Last Crusade is, in fact, the bad guy in this movie as well. Right. Christophos. Uh, Christophos. Drink from the cup of a carpenter. He also wants to really support a young figure skater. A little too much. Yeah. Yeah. And is the subtext there that he's just doing it because he wants to... They got a real sort of because at the end it kind of sugar daddy relationship. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, on his part, I don't actually get that vibe. On her part, I feel like yeah, she probably would, or was oh, yeah. well, bitter, bitter about it. Or sorry, she you're has. too old for me. He's eight years younger than Roger Moore. It doesn't matter. The and she is in Roger Moore's bed. She's in there dangling a towel. Yeah. It's a weird moment. It's a great the performance. Moment. Reminds me a little bit of. Um, Constanza in um, Amadeus. Amadeus. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. She's got that kind of voice, Wolfie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think somebody. they tried to age her down with her like vernacular. Is you know, we're gonna well, take they... a quick little break where my son comes in. Sure. Oh, well, this is great. Hey, buddy, come here. We're podcasting. Come and give your dad a kiss. Come here. Hello. For real. We can pause while you find Lilo. No, it's okay. Lilo's definitely... Lilo's the dog, and she's definitely where we think she is. <laughs> I'll see you in a second. There we go. Um, so, we're at, where are we at? BB. I don't know, but he, he, uh, he drew out the played, exit. Uh, yep. BB, if you're listening, call in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll work. requires a little bit of time travel. But I've met her. Yeah? Yeah. What's her name? Lynn Holly Johnson. You've met oh, Lynn so Johnson. many yeah. of course. Bond. She's sort of a notable orbital. Yeah. yeah, and skater. Yeah. She was a real skater, obviously. Lynn Holly. She was Johnson. sweet as pie. That's terrific. Yeah. Was there a screening of your eyes only you went to? No, it was at that celebration of the music of Bond where I also met Britt Eklund and sure. Maude Adams. Yeah, wow. yeah. Britt Eklund was a 
Tempest in a teapot. Oh, Nella Johnson's been around. She's been in tons of things. Yeah. The um, There's only Ice Castles, The Watcher in the Woods. Oh, so many things. She seems like she'd be at one of those uh, airport ramadas at a Hollywood autograph convention where I could possibly maybe hope she would be. It's worth watching, the but they did, a, they did a remake of Ice Castles, but like a Christian version. Oh, dear. It's really something. We'd have to... Which one should we see for? Silver medal. Probably the, the original. Seventy-four U.S. Figure Skating Championships. Wow. Yeah, that's no small feat. Sure gave up in seventy-seven to join the Ice Capades. Oh wow, the Ice Capades. That's not still mm-hmm. going, is it? Oh, it's got to still be going. Well, there's really? different things on ice. Disney on ice, ice still, but exists. not the Ice Capades. Yeah, she BB doll. They probably have the Avengers and on ice. Only. <laughs> you know, I special just, Iron Man. You know how you ice know how, on it? how something predates a pun? Like I learned what escapade was. After I learned what Ice Capades was, and it's only now that I'm putting the two together. Ice Capades was more present in my life than the word escapade. You know, it was maybe 10 years ago that I figured out that cigarette was small cigar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And cigarillo. I don't know what that is. Oh. I mean, I know what cigarillos are, but what is the word? I think that's the breakdown of that word. It's little too, right? Rillo? It's got to be. Is it? I don't know. Jumping ahead, the guy gets the shark. Bites the guy in the balls. <laughs> the, guy the shark bite in the balls? Well, that's what we're jumping with. Yeah. Way too far. A whole bunch of things happen. No. Ferrara dies. Listen, we don't... This another Lotus... We're very, very What happens very another loose. Lotus? Dune Buggy Murders. Wait, wait, wait. We jumped right ahead of Dune Buggy Murders. Well, I thought we wanted to see Shark Ball bite. Sure. Oh, While you're looking for that, it's so bad. Shark Ball... Shark, wait, wait, wait later. It's in the climax when they're tied together. Are you guys aware of the close-ups on Carol Bouquet underwater that she had a sinus infection? So no. they shot it in slow motion with a fan and then superimposed Alka-Seltzer bubbles. Oh, because she couldn't go underwater She couldn't go underwater. And you would never know. Yeah, it looks, it looks so know. simple Actually, and so good. It kind of looked really good. Then they yeah. climbed that crazy building. Oh, here, that was it. Okay. You just passed it. Here it is. <laughs> that oh, that guy my gets, God. That, that stuntman gets shark-balled. Like, you know the old expression? You've been shark-balled. You've been shark-balled. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, you just got shark-balled. <laughs> I find this whole sequence very... But it's a very, like, S&M. You're tied together. She doesn't have but this is from on. the book. This is from the really? Live and this Let Die novel. This is from Live and Let Die. This, this exact way of, of Bond trying, attempting to kill Bond by tying him and dragging him across coral. What they just showed was shot... Not yeah, underwater. Watch this guy's balls, everybody. At uh, 141.09. This guy's going to get his... Yep, that's his junk. That's just... Guys, that's that's, that's, that's his junk. That's as real as real That's his be. junk. That guy. One bobsledder and two balls lost what on this phone. What happened to that dude? Why is this not <laughs> Yeah, why isn't like, that in the IMDb why is this guy notes? Like, I'm the guy, and you now know me. <laughs> You know me. I got shock bold and um, I was in your eyes out But this whole scene is so I just could never get over her in like the black bikini bottoms and they're tied together and it's it's yeah. great. Really yeah. you know she's charged uh, She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's she gorgeous is. and yeah. uh I do I love that very much from the mind of Fleming dragging Bond across corals yeah. so his back gets cut up so sharks will swim in the water. Do you remember, was it like a, a Maybelline commercial? She was the face of one, she like, was. like mm. a, or a makeup or uh, something. Cover girl. Cover girl, yeah. yeah. And I remember those commercials where she would like unfurl her hair. Say, like, I'm worth it. She'd take off a motorcycle oh. helmet and say like, oh, it was incredible. T-Mobile's yeah. great. It was yeah. incredible. That's way later. No? Yeah. no? I'm pretty sure that was her. Yeah. I don't know. She loved T-Mobile. Uh, okay, so the... 
long and the short of this is Topol, we find out, is the good guy. You know, yes. basically, he tells you that pretty early when you yeah. meet him, and that's very satisfying. You very want satisfying. him to be, yeah. Bond, uh, like, oh, this guy's way enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, he gives Bond his gun or a gun exactly yeah. like his gun yeah. back. Yeah. Is yeah. he still alive? Topol Topol is yeah. alive. Yeah. God, I I want to know him. You know, uh, should we just should we invite him over? Uh, right, Topol, if you're listening, call please call in. <laughs> He's got to be great. There's no question in my mind that that man is a fun hang. Topol, oh, he's oh, yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. he's got to be the best. Oh, I found man. a lot of people from Tel Aviv are a fun hang. Yeah. I mean, he's Tevye, for crying out loud. I'm sorry? Tevye you know, from Johnson, Fiddler on the Roof. Topol? Uh, oh. I know him as Tevye Topol? I only know him as well, a where, how is, Yeah, I want to know the story of how he goes by the one name moniker Topol. That sounds like a denture cream or something. Because his last name was probably Gijo, was actually the and he didn't... It called Topol. <laughs> Topol? When I was a kid, they were like, That's why I'm thinking of that. If you yeah. smoke a pack a day every day, imagine what it would do to your teeth, at which point my mother would scream, imagine what it would do to your lungs. <laughs> I then went on to smoke three packs a day. So that's where um, I that's where I'm getting that from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My son's coming in again. One second, yeah, baby. Yeah. You found Leila. What's going on? I'm podcasting with the mask. You want to go get dinner? You read his mind. You're a mind reader. This is unbelievable. He's whispering secrets, probably about Topol. Yeah. What if Topol's in the house and they're not even telling us? What if Topol's here, ready to surprise us, and they're not even telling us? Where do you think Topol lives? Topol, I guarantee you Topol lives lives in Paris. Paris? Do you know that for a fact? No, but I said it with authority. No, that makes the most sense. He lives in Paris because he's... Yeah. Do you think Topol's got a Twitter account? No. Uh, No. No. He doesn't have a Twitter account because he lives in Paris. Yeah. And he's too busy having unbelievable lunches with people. Yeah. Oh, Topol's lunches are legendary. Topol's lunches. I am looking up Topol to see if he has a, yeah. an Instagram account. Because if he does, I'm going to friend him right now and try to DM him. Uh, so Topol for sure does. Topol? Yeah. I'm going to move us on to the monastery. Mm-hmm. Incredible sequence. It's great. Real place. Right? Re- yeah, and the monks... Semi-real. Well, the monks that lived there did not want to shoot this film that was all violent. So they put sheets and shit out on their roofs to make it so that the film couldn't shoot there. But then didn't work out, did it? No, the fuck you monk, the state stepped in and went, you can't do that. You can control your interior, but you can't control the exterior. Take it down. Monks. Take it down. Monks. Monks. Tone it down. Monks. Once again, calm down. Larger than life. You know he lives right down the street. I do. I've Does seen he really? A couple times. Yeah, really Let's close. get him over Locking here. He uh, forgets forgets that we know each other like three to five times a year. <laughs> uh, is it a, is it a, is it any sort of hint of recognition when you wave hello Not to him, nope. or does he first just time think, every time? Does he just think you're just a regular neighbor? Does he, does he not know fan. you're in the? Bit? Does he come by for Halloween? I think he just thinks I'm a fan. He doesn't like bring a kid over for Halloween or anything. No. Do you guys do a big kind of haunted house thing? They do. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a really big scene here. Really? Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I'm going to have a kid just to bring him over. That's or her. what we did. Yep. Yeah. All right. Working on it right now. I'd like to also say that I covet James Bond's outfit in this mountain climbing sequence. So you the want, sweater and the vest. You want a barber is it the, vest? Is it like a sort of a yeah. uh, the leathery kind of... It's a tactical No, it's, a, a, it's right? a blue... It's a blue... Like a quilted parka. Vest, like a yeah. quilted vest with... with Mm-hmm. Corduroy shoulders. Oh, okay, yeah, and right. then like a knit 
sweater. Yeah, a knit sweater. I mean, that's and by the way, his hiking boots are uh, great. His his climbing boots. everything about it. Terrific. Yeah. By the way, yeah. when when he first ends up with Topol on Topol's yacht, they throw him clothes, and the throw the clothes that they throw him are like a beautiful like like navy blue turtleneck that obviously was designed to fit a man who's six foot two inches tall. <laughs> Everybody in this like, final sequence. Of, we knew what kind of general thing you're into. <laughs> so here's you, a perfect. Your reputation blue, precedes you. Here's a navy blue turtleneck. Everybody that on I this monastery cliff is yeah. wearing like amazing pea coats and mm-hmm. adventure wear. Everybody well, I mean, looks it's great. It's just like if you knew that this is the big day, this is the day we're finally exchanging the thing with the KGB, I want to look my best yeah. for the environment I'm in. Yeah. I'd put on a really great coat, mm-hmm. probably some cool boots. Sure. Have a good time. Sure, why not? I don't see why that's so weird. No, it isn't. All right. I'm glad we discovered that. <laughs> Let's talk about the climbing scene. Uh, it's amazing. Harrowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really? one of those James Bond stunts where you're like, oh, man, Somebody probably died. There's a guy out there. No, he didn't <laughs> die, died, sadly. No. Not sad. I mean. No, no. For wonderfully, story, he's alive. Wonderfully, he's alive. Yeah. Uh, is he the one that also got fired from James Bond movies for... For free base jumping the Eiffel Tower. No, his buddy that he That's brought on. You're thinking of uh, what's his name? B.J. Armstrong. Oh. Somebody base jumped the Eiffel yeah. Tower. Is that right? thing? Yeah, he brought a buddy. Imagine for... how good that felt that day you did that though. And then got fired. Yeah, you got well, fired. Well, he was like, "I got to do it. I'm never going to be able to do this again." Because uh, he wasn't. They it. weren't going to do a second take, and yeah. he was going to get to do the second take. And they said, "We got it and won." And he kind of went, "Look, I didn't come here for nothing. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a base jumper." By yeah, trade. Goodbye. Here I go. See you later. See you in Paris. Catch me on the ground. Yep. And I know that down there it's kind of hard to get around real fast. So <laughs> I'll probably be on the ground in a, at some part of Paris. You won't find me anyway. <laughs> and then I duck down the catacombs. Years go by. <laughs> the end. Except you caught me right away. Did they actually and fired right away? me? Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, they got in a lot of trouble. Like they were going to have their permits pulled. The whole it took film. Too much hang time. Yeah, that's See, right. When I do that. What you do? You go you straight drop, down, and then I, I rip. If you hire me to base jump the Eiffel Tower, and and I am so considering doing. Of of course, what I do. The second thing that I'm going to do is you think I'm going to land somewhere around Notre Dame? No, I'm ripping my chute, uh-huh. and I'm free dropping. Yep. The last 200 feet into the center. <laughs> so you don't even. You, you open, you, but just to slow you, you down. I, I opened only to slow myself enough so that I'll survive the 200, 180-foot fall. Okay. The That's a hell of a leap, by the way. After I hit the water. What's your move, then? By the way, I'm just, after that? Yeah. How do you leap that far laterally? I'm falling. It's a free fall. Straight into the same? Yeah. Yeah. That's well, he, the, he that's not shoot. my uh, understanding of the geography. He's clearing. He's clearing it. I've cut. He's the clearing it. Then he cuts the chute. I've cut the chute 175 feet above the set. Okay. How do you get that far out? He's just. I'm he's just that above. Good. He's that good. above. It. Is that it good. that close? Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, that's an easy. But the but the but the top of the tower. I want to do this just to show you guys. But the base of the tower is so far. You would have to clear that. What do you mean the, the base of the tower? The no, tower's the not tower that huge. Is really, really tall. Yeah, I know, but the but the base is yeah. way. The base is not super base wide. Jumping? Oh my god! You got to shoot. You could come down. You could come down in, at, at Montmartre. You could come. You down want to come down in, 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 um, in, 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 at the entrance of the channel? Not a problem. That's not accurate. Not but, a problem. No, you could do that. No. Yeah. Alps done. You could come down at the uh, Port uh, de La Chapelle uh, station. You could come down at David La Chapelle's apartment. There's no way. Probably. He's probably in Paris somewhere with Madonna. He probably is. Yeah. That's what yeah. he does. Right? Dressing her up like Snow White or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a picture of this. 
What if you're a Disney character? That's fun. Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I should mention that I am on my back on the yeah. floor right now, and I'm looking at a skylight, and there is a printed sign that says, Home of a Thespian, the Huskies. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, does in fact say that? Somebody sent me that from Oak Park, which is, that's my uh, high school. What in what and city? They got, a, they got a strong theater theater pride. Uh, oh, that must be at, nice. Uh, yeah, that's... not my school. Oh, oh there must yeah. be slightly overweight girls boning everybody over there. Mm. What uh, what high, what city was this in? Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's in Oak Park, Illinois, my hometown. Wow. Yeah, home of the Huskies, thespians. Um, what was your mascot? That theater to watch movies. Oh, without a doubt, the lake. Yeah, have you not seen? I've got the, the marquee of the lake theater is above the TV in the movie. Oh, I have my seen that. Your dad me, made uh, that for you. My dad made me a miniature. Um, the lake theater that you saw for your eyes only. That's yeah, exactly right. Oh, but instead Christ. of time saying for your eyes only, it has time as a time flat as a circle, movies. You guys. Well, it's essentially just a watch. <laughs> a watch is also a flat circle. I know. Uh, where were we? Okay, we were discussing we're Tom's the, base jumping plans. Yeah. Uh, he's dropping 175 feet into the river. Then I'm gonna drop, yeah, so high that people will think I'm dead. <laughs> because I'm Hans Grubering it, because they don't look for you when they think that you're dead. Right. So I hit the river. But Hans Gruber did die. Well, yeah, but he also <laughs> right before his plan is to have everybody think he's dead. Okay, yeah. So I'm dropping into the river, and I got tourists. Everybody's looking, and they're like. There's no way he'll survive that free drop into the sand. Right. This guy kind of shoot too early. That's what they're he all saying. He got it too early. That was crazy. Looks like a mistake. Yeah. No, but they don't know. There's was a plan the entire time. I love that we're just back to view to a kill here. <laughs> this is great. That's the one where the bitch... Is that the same similar sequence when she gets out the crazy butterfly sticks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right before that. Mm-hmm. The she only was... efficient way to kill someone. That's the only way you can do it in that circumstance. Yo-yos. They researched it, and they're like, this is the only way we can do we'll it. We'll never kill him with anything else. No. There's Unless no way. Do you want to try that? Super goes, silent sniper. We've got to put this in our picture. <laughs> you, you know it. All right. Okay. We're, are we almost Mountain climbing? Issues? Yeah. A bunch of basket people go up into a thing and throw A bunch knives. of people go in a basket. Yeah. And, uh, I got really annoyed when they cut Melena. Melena? Melina. Melina. They cut her out of the weird rubber underwater suit she's been wearing, but they cut away from it. Like a guy comes over and you think he's gonna stab her, yeah, and then he like just cuts open her like. I don't remember this under sea suit. Well, when she comes up from the from the yeah. when they come up with from the, the attack, I should yeah. mention my cat vomited during this movie, and I think this was the part. Oh, it was right. Uh, this is a good part. Yeah, and then they tie them up, and they're like, "Mr. Bond, you're gonna." Blah, is your blah, cat okay? Yeah, she just eats Not too, too much. much. She, uh, it's just long. If we even get into that, it's dangerous. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they. They go down to the city of Atlantis, which is they don't mention. never mentioned. No, They're I like, know what they, is that. Well, here's she's vacuum. I don't know of any off of the most beautiful tile work you've ever seen. Yes, no, I don't know of any like, Greek is, ruins underwater. Yeah, it the has to be that taught us all about pyramids and has now been covered by water. Yeah. yeah. So she discovers Atlantis. Talk about make no mention of this, but nope. we. I did, while watching this movie, forget about the scuba tank being left there, but while I was watching the movie going, why would she just leave her scuba tank there? That's a ridiculous thing con- to terribly do. terribly convenient. It is, but man, I remember seeing that as a kid going, that's brilliant. It's amazing. It's amazing. How do they know <laughs> that? And they just happened to be in that spot. In the same part of Atlantis. <laughs> well, her dad was looking around Atlantis because that was very close to where the St. Georges Say again? Went down. The St. Georges. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The St. Georges. The big Saint George. Yeah. yeah, the ship. 
St. George. Um, St. George. Say St. George in Australia. Sharks, it's the best. Boy, we, well, that's it. We wrapped it up. Sharks, it's the best. Mm. That actually sums up. Like we did. Yeah. Sums up yeah. for your eyes only, I think. Sharks, it's the best. I do like that the ending is, let's destroy this thing. And it's like, detente. And ultimately, the message is, fuck these independents. America and Russia, like, if it's not going to be us, let's destroy it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, it's a fair statement. They also, indeed. There, it, at this point, dude, does that that guy knows that's James Bond, right? The head of the KGB knows yeah. that's James oh, Bond. Oh, totally. Yeah, and he's met that guy before, right? Yes, in yeah. many mo- many films. Yeah, yeah, the guy who flirts with the secretary at the beginning yeah. and works and in a big crazy empty office inside yes. the Kremlin. Octopus. Yeah. But also, why Spy would Obama. I love that he just for some reason is just like, eh? Because like, I think you're just they, gonna give it give it to me. That's what I think. They're they're like, look, we don't get along, but who's this upstart coming in trying to? do this shit yeah. let's destroy it and have a laugh about it at yeah, least nobody exactly. l- nobody wins but nobody loses yeah it's a nice ending it well, is a good ending it is a nice it ending. Is a good ending. it's until, a different bond ending until margaret they thatcher. keep going mm-hmm. and the margaret thatcher talking to a parrot scene happens yeah swing and a miss uh, yeah. the hockey stuff's pretty weird too <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> Two strikes, but not but no third. First of all, uh, Still, that's opinion, clearly illegal high sticking. Bond yeah. would be penalized for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would rank this movie uh, number. What's your number one? Nine. What's your number one bomb? For, uh, from Russia with Love. Mine's Mind me what second Sean Connery movie. Uh, he also played James Bond at some point? He, uh, earlier on, mm-hmm. yeah, he played James Bond. Uh, he. Uh, has to go to uh, get the Russian. There's a there's a lectern machine, a I'm decoding machine <laughs> that I'm he has aware. to I've get. I have seen it. Uh, and uh, a Russian uh, spy pretends to be in love with uh, James Bond and wants to defect and give him this machine. And they think, oh, this is so fantastical. You got to go see what happens anyway. This is probably not what's happening. We probably think there's going to be a double cross. Go anyway. Train fight. Robert Shaw's in it. Course. Uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, Bond, the only appearance of James Bond's Green Bentley, as mentioned in the uh, Ian Fleming novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a car phone in there. Uh, Sylvia Trench is back for mm-hmm. the second time. That's right. A lot, a lot about that movie I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. Mm-hmm. Mine's Casino Royale, believe it or not. The new I do one. believe it. Yeah. That's my number two. Yeah. It was quite good. I love it. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. But Dale Craig, I think he's got a future, guys. Well, this. Brings to a close all of the classic Bond movies. Yeah. We've covered them all. This is yeah. big for us. This is a milestone. We thought we might never do it. I think because well, I kept putting you guys off. Yeah, we always knew we'd get here. Yeah, we started this thing two years ago. Yeah, we started this before Spectre was even written. Oh, oh yeah, well, well before it, well, Skyfall had before. just come out. Yeah, we went on our first date to see Skyfall. We together, sure did remember? the IMAX at the Universal City. And we now, stood in the rain, me, marrying the another rain. woman, and watched the. Skyfall was the poster. Where he's got the machine gun, or what was he doing? Nope, that's uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, Casino Royale. Royale. No, that's Casino Royale. Yeah, uh, Quantum well, of Sky- Solace. Skyfall is, um, is him. Oh, oh Skyfall rain is. Uh, Skyfall is the one that's uh, the whole third act is uh, Home Alone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We saw it, and then we stood in the rain and watched the, the Weather, Weather Girls. Weather Girls. Christmas song. Not even It's Rain and Men. It was the Weather Girls apparently had a Christmas hit. I don't know if Paul Schaefer also wrote that. It's but, Snow uh, and Men. We stood out there and we watched it. Yeah. And that was when we knew we should do a podcast. That's right. And here we are wrapping it up until the new edition 
comes out. Yeah. When's that coming out? November 5th. Oh, that's really soon. Yeah. yeah. Very soon. We're very excited. Yeah. We're looking forward to Sam it. Sam Smith does the song? He yeah. sure does. Yeah. I know. He really falsettos the fuck out of it. I bet. It's, I'm that video came out today. Yeah, I didn't watch How it. was it? I have no interest. <sighs> wow. You guys have a James Bond podcast and you did not watch the I watched it. Yeah, I re- really I'm pulling for this guy. I liked him as a choice. I just don't feel like the song really fits. Oh, the song could be... How do you not a lot bit Morrissey at some point? That came up uh, Phil Noble Jr. How would you not? That. Yeah. Come on. You, you should. You if you're going to go sad, why would you not if go Morrissey? Go, if you're going to go... Yeah, why not? N- why not? It'd be so much better. Are you fucking crazy? It'd be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be one of the great things for now time. i know we're both billy bragg fans we are how would you like a billy bragg james bond song it's totally contrary because he's, he's so shooting, working class he's shooting people who don't get proper wages <laughs> he's not in he's not the union in. except the union jack and uh and uh <laughs> and the lackeys he throws off the yard <laughs> All the same, I'm still in love with you. Yeah. No man has any right to buy or sell the moon for private <laughs> In 1981, to St. George's Hill, a g- the guy from Moonraker with his beard came to shoot yours into space. They defied the landlords. And with the girl with pigtails. Oh, my God. And James Bond got on his spaceship, and that's the end. I, I would watch a whole evening of this. It's Billy Bragg spoofing the Bonds. <laughs> and I can spoof all of the Bonds until we get to Christopher Walken. And his name was Zoltan. Zorin. And he's Zorin. And he's Zoltan. And he's got a blimp. And you didn't know that this meeting was happening in a blimp. <sighs> Thomas Lennon, oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, would you like to plug anything? Um, I'm a I'm Halloween. A just the holiday just of Halloween. Fixture. I'm a. I'm just part of the America's wallpaper. Please. What would I, <laughs> what would I possibly? I'm, I'm on the On Couple on CBS. It's, there you it's go. A great job. Yeah. I'm Joe the, Keenan's I'm the, still over there. I'm the neat one. Hmm? Is Joe Keenan still over there? Yes, time to time. He's my favorite Frasier writer. Mm. Yeah. Time to talk. He needs a hand over there. There's another podcast. He drops a script off. Yeah. And you know what? They do it. And it's probably the greatest thing ever. Mm. He's great. Mm. Uh, also, Matthew Perry's very funny on that mm. program. It's a Bob big Daly. hit. Bob Daly really if I remember correctly, a, Bob Daly really runs that show. Yeah. Bob Daly's fantastic. Yeah, he's amazing. Bob Daly is fantastic. odd couple. Uh, but I will say, um, the, you, you, know, you know, I've hung out with Billy Bracken, right? It was the weirdest thing. No. Yeah, I, I didn't know this. Stuff. We sang, you and I sang Billy Bragg songs together, and yeah, you yeah. never even brought this up. Yeah. When? I was real, real nervous. I don't get nervous around too many people, but I got nervous. I would be too. Yeah. What was the circumstance of this? He uh, did the uh, monologues at ASCAP one night. What? And I knew he was going to do them, so I went. When back. was it? In New York or LA? back here. Maybe four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I told you one time I saw him two nights in a row in concert, and his, his, um, yeah. like, ad-libbed patter was so brilliant as I always love it yeah. and then the second night it was exactly the same like he was making it yeah. up on the spot it you was just, somehow it, you just it was about show business my friend. I know you just saw you just pulled back the curtain I know it hurt me you a little we're all doing <laughs> James Bond shagging women for uh, your eyes only it uh, will never it's, work for the Tories weird to say <laughs> But uh, James Bonding will return. 
with Spectre. Now, we've got some grand plans for this. Let's see if it happens. Yep. Guys, look for many hours of podcasting based around this movie that hopefully is awesome. We've already got our tickets. I'll think, tell you I what. Think, I think in likelihood, I think it's going to be good. I hope so. I'll tell you what. I didn't even tell you this. We've got, you know, we got our tickets to go see it yeah. November 5th. Yeah. I bought some extras just in case people want to come along. Oh. You want to join us? Uh, yeah, where? Our client, obviously? No, yeah. I pick in Pasadena. Uh, yeah, that's pretty far, yeah. yeah. That's, that's another side of town. Tom actually yeah. blows up if he goes past Studio City. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. If he, goes back, if he goes past the CBS lot into the valley, <laughs> it's, it's all over. It's no, contractual. It's all over. Yeah. yeah. Any part of the valley I'm in that has to be fictional. <laughs> Just a weird like, kind of thing. Uh, thank you, Tom. Uh, we'll be back. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.